millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I'm Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers Cold Cuts. <laughs> Tom, that was next level, Thanks, man. man. I felt like I was in a super club in that's Ibiza. That's the feeling, that's the vibe I was throwing out, boy. <laughs> well, it's the perfect vibe for our for our guest, uh, Jos Norris. <laughs> the party boy Jos Norris. Brilliant. Party boy, I mean, birthday party boy Jos Norris. Um a, f- a fantastic comedian. If you ever get a chance to see Jaws, I think he's absolutely brilliant. He's great. Yeah. And um, do follow him online if you can, because he does some very funny stuff on uh, on the internet. He's a great guy. Um, and we had a great time chatting to him. If you like Jaws, by the yep. way, um, then join the Patreon, because you'll get a bonus beef Ooh. that we solved with Jaws that's not in the in the main episode. Absolutely. It was a good uh, and a very entertaining chat about the movie Swordfish, which no one was expecting. So... That's to enjoy over at patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. And uh, yeah, you get that, you know, if you get, if you, um, over at uh, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. And it's also the home of nearly 200 bonus episodes that you get immediately as soon as you join. Guys, if you enjoy enjoy what we put out on the main feed, there's a little secret we probably haven't told you, but at the end of every week, we stick out an extra podcast just for the Patreon. And oh boy. What a, what a feast for the ear canals it is. So it's if you enjoy treat. what you, we do and you've got a little bit of time left in your podcast uh, schedule, then uh, for four quid a month, you get the extra podcast, you get loads of extra content, you get strong vibes, you get to send us emails. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you'd sign off with that, Tom, yeah, because that's, that's exactly what it needed. That's the problem. When we, when we, when we big up the Patreon, we don't have enough klaxons yeah, in it. exactly. It's a real, it's a real shame. Um, also, as well, uh, we're going to be doing a live, the only live uh, Flatshare Slamdown of the summer uh, at the Phoenix in Cavendish Square on the seventh of June, twenty twenty-two. It's almost sold out, so you want to, you want to get a move on. If you're thinking of coming to this on the seventh of June, day after Clarky's birthday, um, get yourself uh, to eventbrite.co.uk and look for tickets for Flatshare Slamdown. And the guests are the superb Helen Bauer and the equally superb Nina oh. Conti. Two, two yeah. dear friends, two superb right, comedians. Absolute blast. I'm, I can't wait. It's going to be a really, really fun one. And uh, yeah, like I say, almost sold out. It may even have sold out by the time this goes out. Um, I hope not for your sake, because I want you to be there. Me? I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm talking to you, Tom. <laughs> Please stop charging me to be there for the records. Yeah. <laughs> it feels unfair, guys. It's the only way we're going to make any money out of this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we, we we charge ourselves a grand to perform <laughs> and i tell you what the coffers are looking pretty healthy i'll say that much um but yeah it was a grand well spent on today's episode Absolutely. uh with the uh, with the brilliant with the brilliant enjoy this episode we well if you've got a problem don't call it a problem if you've got a problem call it a beef if you've got a beef, beef. maybe we can help you beef from the sorting out your beef so 
Jos Norris, welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast, man. Hello, thanks for having me. Is it your birthday today? It was my birthday yesterday. Whoa. Right, okay. Oh. Don't, don't worry. There's no, there's no pressure or need God, for any kind. It's, it's done. I've got it okay, all out of my system. Fine. It's, it's out. Because I, I, I saw on Instagram today, uh, you were sort of uh, posting photographs of yourself celebrating your birthday, I thought. Is he doing... Okay, is he, is hang he... on. Should we, should we go around the group and try and guess what birthday it was and see who's closest? Ooh. Okay. okay. Uh, can I guess it was Jos's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think gonna, I feel like really all the clues were there. there. Yeah. Piece it together. Yeah. And you pay a lot Jos's more attention birthday. than I do. I didn't leave much mystery in there at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is show business, Parry. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, the, one of the bottom rungs of show business, but show business nonetheless. Uh, should we be revealing Jos's age? He might be. You're right. Maybe I might want to kind of guard that yeah. a bit and kind of protect my ability to play kind of teens and urchins and things for a bit longer. I want to pad that out for as long as possible. My urchin years. You've got to guard your gateway to BBC Three. Yeah, you can't yeah, exactly. be slamming yeah, that I door. I can't have them knowing, <laughs> knowing too much too soon. can't be slamming that door shut today. Should okay. we guess your playing age then instead? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've got to say fair. 18 to 40. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that's really. Clark is really hedging his bets. I'll just say <laughs> non-committal. I would say that. that I'll just play any guy. Is your playing age a human male? You're a human, yeah. I'll do anything. I'll do whatever they ask me to do. I can put talc in my hair. Or talc on your bottom. You can play a baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All ends. Yeah. <laughs> he was cast astride a grave. <laughs> um, I, um, I, I don't think you could put Nother into the playing age of 40, could you? I don't think I could do 18 either. I think, I think, um, I think those days, those days I'm are gone. going 25 to 35. That's that's kind. I'm hedging him in. Thanks. It's good. It's I good. Appreciate yeah. that. It's just he's getting less roles now. Is that that's all, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> you'd be. A, yeah. Yours was really generous. You'd be, it was you'd really, be a really nice. You really believed in my Clark future. Clark would be a really positive agent, but a really useless agent. I'd, I'd, I'd be <laughs> an agent. Wise. <laughs> yeah. If we're really narrowing it down, I'm going to say 37 to 37 and a half is what I'm wow. saying. That's his. That's his playing Four. age. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel quite, I feel quite sad about that. It's so mad. <laughs> You've got really no, no faith in my, in my range. No, I think. What are you, Jos? Are you thirty? I'm thirty-three. You're thirty-three, right? Yeah, there we go. It's, it's out. And I think I put as my range. I think I put twenty-six to thirty-six. And I thought about putting twenty-five to thirty-five, but I thought twenty-five. I've met twenty-five-year-olds, and they're young. Yeah, yeah they're, they're very young. young. So I thought I'll, I'll nudge myself up. I think that feels more honest to who I am. I reckon if yeah, you shaved well, efficient, probably. if you shaved effectively, you could get a, you yeah. could get that twenty-five. <laughs> wow. Wait a second. Okay. What's he shaving effectively? His eyebrows. Well, look, my agency. We don't we Every don't give away our, we don't give away our trade secrets. All right. <laughs> Parry shaved his entire head effectively. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all for the roles. I, I wiped myself. But my playing age was forty. Early doors. Coming in straight out of the gun. Twenty six yeah. years old. So my agent. Playing age forty, please. Parry's playing age is the Blue Man Group. That's what he's prepped for. <laughs> <laughs> the ambiguous age of the Blue Man Group. Did you have a nice birthday there, Josh? Did you? What did you do to celebrate? I had a lovely birthday. I, I had a picnic in a park, and then I watched uh, watched Eurovision, oh, yeah. and I was so proud. I was really proud, and I I, I called it uh, quite early doors. I watched Sam Ryder's song, and I was telling everyone I met we're going to do quite well this year, and none of them would would hear it. They all said. The political situation won't help us. 
and I said, listen to the song because I think it's good enough that it crosses over all those boundaries. He, he was, was fantastic. Really? It was great. Love the guy. Absolutely yeah. love the guy. Kept shouting things like, uh, "This is history. We're watching history." I, I, I drank too much. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying he kept shouting it. I was like, "That seems no, that seems no, too no. much." That was just me. That was just me alone in my flat on my birthday shouting. I'm watching real history here. <laughs> there were friends. There were some there friends. Were. But I think they were all quite r- resenting the whole experience. I don't think any of them really <laughs> were that bothered about it. But it was my birthday. Yeah. I said, "We're watching this." Oh, most of your birthdays, Eurovision. Does that clash happen often? It's always it's always near. It's always nearby. So you can usually kind of rely on it as a fallback thing. You can do something Eurovision themed pretty much every year when you have a, a mid-May birthday. And is this the first time you've played the This Is History, You're Watching History card? <laughs> or, or is it... Oh, is no, it, I do that every yeah, year. Say, is, is that <laughs> every yeah. single year? Yeah. Eurovision itself is... It's always, you know, it's always something that has yeah. happened. So I think you, I, it's never not I true. I think you and I are quite similar drunks in that respect. I, I, I think, like, I think we'd have a great time if we got drunk together and we'd like, this is this, important. This matters. <laughs> Whatever yeah. we're doing right now, yeah. this is important. I spent the, most of Storms' Glastonbury set shouting that to people around us, and I'm sure nobody wanted me to. <laughs> not actually opinion. paying any attention to what's going cannot, on. Cannot, cannot remember a bit but... about the performance, but I do remember shouting, "This is important." You remember it was important. An awful lot. Yeah. Just back to the stage, just bellowing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you were one of uh, one of about four people facing the same way as Stormzy. You know, the other one was Chris Martin, and he was equally, uh, uh, you know, hated by the crowd. Um, that's honestly just to stand next to Parry when he thinks a big gig is happening is a uh, a vibe harshing experience. I would say. <laughs> I, I, was, I was because if it's not the if it's not the headlock when he's screaming into your ear about how good the gig is so loud that you can't hear an entire gig. It's um I mean we all remember seeing Jarvis Cocker I think um where oh, yeah. we you know how like you know how awesome. like in a mosh pit, right, there would be the one guy who's going way too hard and a big circle <laughs> forms around that one guy who's just failing around. That was Tom, but instead of failing <laughs> arms, it was just words. <laughs> and he created he's creating a big it was like a big crop circle around him in the field in, in latitude. The because you were screaming Javo you legends the entire time, which is <laughs> never you a know. true never a true word spoken. Never a true true <laughs> word yelled. Are we all okay with Clarky sentence though? Are we all happy we all survived? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. We all got through it. <laughs> oh dear. I'm creating my own little podcast circle around me. <laughs> um so what kind of what's your, what right, so you you said obviously you were you in your, your flat for your um I would say yeah, I was in my flat. I shared it with my girlfriend, we moved into it in December ish, I think. Middle of December. So it's, it's reasonably fresh. We're talking for Yeah, it's pretty recent. Five and a half months here. Yeah. Um yeah, and yeah. how is it how is that going as a flat share experience? It's been all right. We've had to unpack a lot because we, we previously were in a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been quite tough. Um, no, we were in we were in another place before that was a bit bigger that uh, that was a family member's place, and they were letting us stay there during lockdown. And then eventually went, you have to go now. I'm sick of you being being here. But I think because that there was more space there, and my girlfriend used to have an artist studio, so it kind of built up a load of oh, stuff, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, which we objectively can't fit into this new flat. So we've had months mostly of just sort of getting rid of stuff. Oh, do any of you guys want like a shard of mirror? <laughs> we've got, we've got to get rid of it. No, absolutely. <laughs> I not. don't really know. No, okay. What about a whole mirror? Oh, 
Yeah. Is it a whole mirror that's like shaped a... like a shard? Is this you trying yeah. to repackage? <laughs> it's a piece of Just, art. It's about how you sell. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do any of you want some glass? Or I've got a large box. What's in that? A box. mirror. Um, <laughs> yeah. Shards a mirror. Shard of mirror. Seven years bad luck was in the box. I was trying to do it as a package deal, but people are just saying, that's weird. They don't really go together that well. So now I'm trying to sell them separately. Still getting nowhere. Um, but that's been quite fun. So we've mostly just been trying to kind of, I think we had a weird kind of lockdown existence of just existing in a place for a while rather than being like having a home. Yeah. And now for the last five months, we've finally been going, oh, we can make this nice and like do it how we want. So we've had to get rid of some stuff and then go, what do we want to hold on to and how do we make it look nice? That kind of thing. But it's been lovely. It's been really nice. And do you agree on what to hold on to and what to get rid of? More or less. Well, I'm th- I think we're both we're we're both very like sentimental about stuff. Yeah. Or we we I used to be, and I think seeing how much stuff she has made me go, oh, I've got to get better at throwing everything <laughs> away because otherwise one one of us has to be has to be the one that encourages the other. So I was like, okay, I'll I'll chuck nearly everything. Um, and then it sort of makes things a bit easier. But I think I used to just have so much, look, mostly wooden shit, just loads of old wooden shit that I'd liberated from like grandparents' houses. Because for some reason I thought that was, I thought that was quite nice and sweet. And then I realised that actually it was just an old piece of wood that they had hanging around. And I thought, oh, I'll remember them. Every time I look at this piece of wood, I'll remember. You're trying to justify it by screaming at your girlfriend, this is history. We're looking at history here. I'm holding a piece of history. We've got to have it hanging around. It's like, yeah, it's a chair leg. Just chuck yeah. it out. It doesn't need to. Do you have yeah, so a lot of, a lot of that's gone. in your house, Charles. <laughs> it's, no, it's all broken pieces. stuff. <laughs> uh, a hurricane came through. And I'm trying to kind of make the most of it. So this is what I own. Uh, what uh, What would your girlfriend say you'd like to live with? Um, I don't know actually. <laughs> now I've started to think about it. I, I wonder. Do you want to text her and see what I she, really uh, she, she, she? Yeah, I can call. I can call her in and find out. Yeah, go on. Let's do it. Wait, I'll, go, I'll just I'll just go and ask the question and then I'll come back with with an answer. Sounds good. With yeah. Me. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom was there live. You may as well. You know, just get from the horse's mouth. Absolutely. <laughs> She said very nice, and then she said um, the smell. <laughs> wow, okay, oh. that's been what we've got. But I think that's because I've I've been shifting onto a, a, a mostly vegetable diet, and it's it's had it's come with complications. <laughs> yeah, it does. So that's embarrassing that that's come out in this way. <laughs> Happy birthday! But I, I thought I've got to be honest. <laughs> Absolutely, I, I appreciate your candor. I can't lie. <laughs> no. Uh, right, should we crack on and solve some of our listeners' oh, beefs? Hope so. Yeah, um, let's. Parry. Hello. Do this one first. Yes, here we go. Oh God, this feels like a this feels like a potential classic, actually. Oh really? Oh, already. Well, great. Ha- has this come up wow. before? I don't know, but it feels like it's a big one. Ramekin disagreement beef. Oh. Okay. Mm. From James via Beefbrothers yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. I think we're all sensing this could go straight into the top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're witnessing history, guys. Dear Beef Brothers, sisters, <laughs> and gender non-specific beef siblings, my partner and I do not yet live together. However, between homeworking and COVID lockdowns, we've managed to spend almost two years in one another's company, staying at one or another of our houses. Later this year, we are planning to move in together properly. We're both pretty easygoing and willing to accommodate each other's personal interests, e.g. her plant obsession, my comics collecting. However, there is one issue upon which we cannot find a compromise. 
the fate of upmarket dessert ramekins. Mm-hmm. My view is that once the dessert has been eaten, the ramekin should be disposed of. I used to work in a museum. I've seen firsthand how much pottery has been produced and discarded throughout all human civilization, and I don't think we're the generation to change that. Wow. My, Firstly, a, can we just say, would, would you like Jaws to come and work in that museum? He's got a great catchphrase. Do you, want, do you want to buy a shard of a, a ramekin? Um, my partner, however, believes that the ramekins are both beautiful and useful, and therefore fall within the Marie Kondo guidelines for home retention. I have two ramekins, one glass, one ceramic, and that's all I've ever needed. She has a little (laughs) rainbow of ceramic ones, and the pile grows with every meal deal, though I rarely see them used for anything more sophisticated than decanting snacks into. I mean... He's made that sound very sophisticated with the word decanting. Yeah, that is, that is sophisticated. Yeah. Decanting. Uh, brackets. And one time, ineffectually propping up a swing ball set that was on uneven ground. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use something glass, shall we? How <laughs> can that backfire? Let's have the world's gentlest game of swing ball. Uh, my question is, which of us is correct? Are they disposable or useful oh. to have? I want this settled before we move in together so that it doesn't end up driving a wedge between us. Beef Brothers, you are my only hope for gaining clarity. Thanks, James. It's a classic. classic. Tom, you weren't wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's It's an absolute middle-class classic. This feels like the reason we set up this podcast. (laughs) It feels like it it was for this. Finally pays off. We've been working our way around to goo. It's arrived. Yeah. Jos, where do you stand? Do you you enjoy a goo? I'm very pro ramekin, yeah. and I took it. I had this exact row with a housemate a few years ago because I would always keep the goo ramekins, and she would always say we need to dispose of them. And then I, I because of exactly what I was saying about going to a grandparent's house and getting too sentimental about objects, I thought because I knew how much she hated ramekins, I kept obsessively acquiring ramekins because I thought it was a fun way to kind of just have a row in the flat and kind of <laughs> sure. irritate people and then went round my grandparents house and sort of liberated it. they had about 30 ramekins i think around the, i don't know if that's a generational thing because i don't think they're I, don't, I, I never used them no. No, but they seem to have a ton of them so i went round and i think my uncle was quite confused and thought it was like a grief thing that i had to get every single ramekin and keep hold of it but all I wanted to do was fill a cupboard with them so that my housemate would open it and get and get cross. And I think in the end they all went in the bin, which I don't feel great about. I think they all got thrown out. Uh, but I I'm I'm very much pro ramekin. Yeah, I think they good. It's, it's it, well, well, we we should talk about the, the life hack. I'm sure some of you know this already, but uh, the goo ramekin and the Pringles lid fit perfectly together. Oh, so what? Not, they're not. They're not they're not designed that you know. I don't think the companies are the same. I know, I, you know. Happy to blow minds. You can't just dole that out to us like it's just a casual thing you've just known did. for years and kept just to yourself. Did. <laughs> just did. Tom, mate. there's every chance I've told you this four or five times in our in our 25 year friendship, and we just neither of us remember. I was super but, um, what does that enable you to do? Um, you can you can put a lid on stuff. It means that you know, if for example, you want a nice way to keep your spare buttons. Or, you know, your washers yeah. or your screws that look yeah, kind of yeah. appealing and are easy to see what's inside them because it, it's glass. I genuinely thought you were going to say spare butter then. 
Any spare butter you've got? It's like spare butter is an interesting. You know, you know. After you finish churning, Tom, always a little, I, I churn. I hand it out to the village, and then there's always a little bit left Just, over. That, you know, yeah, I make some toast. Absolutely. But there's a bit of spare butter. I put it in a goo ramekin, stick a Pringles lid on the top, and that goes in the freezer for a rainy day. Um, yeah, I think just just spare crap, um, which I guess is another thing, isn't it? You know, do you need? Well, all that I've got spare a real crap? seed issue going on at the moment, and I could store seed in it, couldn't I? You could store you see, seed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got a giant there on that. <laughs> yeah. Come on, boys. Seed. Come on. <laughs> uh, you you pop that in the freezer gonna... as well, Tom, for a rainy day. <laughs> 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 if I die, love, just check the bottom row of the freezer. There's a few ramekins, goo ramekins in there with, with a Pringle It's classy, on. though. It's a nice way to store them, to be fair. It makes it less gross. People will go, oh, that's nice. That's pretty that's nice, actually. He left a bit of himself behind. That's nice. Yeah. That's, that's nice, actually. That's, nice. that's a bit of history right there. It really is. Yeah. Because I was going to say, my big issue with the ramekins is they stack badly they do yeah that's like true. they're they're, mm. they're slip sliding all like like the the top shelf of my lower cupboard the right side of it is dominated by these ramekins <laughs> do you know what i mean like and Thank i think i think giving mm. us the specifics of where that is <laughs> the top shelf of the lower i want you all to picture this because it's not up here it's not like it's not <laughs> a head oh, no. height i can see yeah. like, it's down yeah, yeah. it's lower it's, it's lower cupboard top <laughs> shelf to the right, to the right. right. Yeah, okay right. yeah right and of and, course uh, to the left to the left is everything you own in a box right yeah um but i, I you know it it takes it, it kind of infects a cupboard almost there's chaos in that side mm. of the cupboard there's tupperware all over the shop i think part of the problem is you you never really need more than about four of them so by the time you've bought two of these goo puddings that's you're sort of set but then every time you continue to buy goo puddings you you acquire more and more of them. so there should be an option to like get a goo pudding from a from a tap and bring your own ramekin like a Mr. Whippy. Do it in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you so you don't have to acquire I more like and more that. ramekins that, every time you want to buy goo. Because you can do that with like um you can refill your washing up bottles and just buy washing up liquid from the tap. Yeah. They should do that with goo. Yes, this is exactly I think that'd solve it. Where are you putting the, that mean, goo tap though? Because it's gonna have to be yeah, that's secure, <laughs> isn't it? You're gonna need a se- you're gonna need a security guard on that tap because that's yeah, going to be right. Harry's latched himself to the goo tap again. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday. He's filling up like Mr. Creosote. <laughs> I mean, give me just five minutes on the goo tap and bloody hell. <laughs> well, when it's your birthday, Tom, I think, you know, I'm sure if you ask nicely. Yeah, you can treat yourself. Like, is the goo Great. tap going to be in the supermarket? Because... Those? I guess it would have to be. They couldn't be in every shop. It's presumably going to be expensive. It would have to be. They'd have to kind of compete. Could be, or you'd have like a type in find your local find your local. Could be like a vending machine. And it would tell you there's one in. You know, there would be like your Hermes store. Vending machine on could, the corner. Could it be like? Yeah. A, could it be like the? You know, the Goo Man comes comes round. <laughs> you know, on on a little kind of rickshaw cycling round. He's the he's the Goo Man. And he rings a little bell, and you go, "Well, the goo man's arrived." And all, you know, everyone runs. Bring out, out your ramekin! <laughs> Bring out your ramekin! <laughs> it's the goo man. We, um, I, I was in, I was in a, a pub on Friday night, and a guy came round selling. Tell the breeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, came round, you know, selling uh, seafood out of a basket. Oh. Old school. But imagine if, like, yeah, like, what kind of seafood? Like, yeah, like, and that kind or, of stuff. Or, horrible, whelks <laughs> horrible whelks and shit. Horrible whelks. 
Um, <laughs> Want to buy some horrible eggs? Some crayfish. <laughs> we got very excited. Oh, My that's... mate bought two extra ones, and then and then also I was like, "And one for yourself for the guy who was sending." <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, that's very kind, but I don't want one." <laughs> these are disgusting. I know where these have been. <laughs> you tipped him a well. Who was? Who was he? Who was he? Just I, I just, don't like, know. Was he? It was, it yeah, was his yeah. job. He wasn't just like. Oh, okay. I, I'm so yeah, sorry. I'm like my, my daughter's having a meltdown upstairs. I'm just going to have to nip off for a second, but um, I will be back momentarily. Uh, well, Hang on a sec. No. Make sure you come back with information on what kind of a housemate you are. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask her, yeah. It's all that talk of the goo, man. It did, it did start to sound a bit horror genre, didn't it? <laughs> You'd say, like, go to sleep or the goo man's coming round. The goo man. The goo man. Be one of those trailers that starts quite childish with, like, a nursery rhyme yeah. or something mm. and then gradually gets more horrible as it how's, goes on. How's your dinner, mummy? Oh, I'm not very good with horror. <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all like that. It's exactly like that. Like, I'm thinking Plinky Planky on the piano. And it's like, oh, yeah. eat, finish your dessert, darling. And they, oh, it's tasty. <laughs> and then, like, it flickers. Oh, and this is like, scary. Discordant <laughs> tone on the piano. And then, like, chocolate sauce is coming out of someone's eyes. Like, ah! And then back oh. to, ding, ding, f- finish your goo. No! <laughs> ramekins. <laughs> and, like, Mr. Goo's got, like, ramekins for feet. So you can hear him, like, tip-tapping down the stairs. Oh, like, yeah, clipping, clipping. Like goos. That makes him quite easy yeah. to escape from. Or, like, you know he's coming. Yeah, you know he's coming, but yeah. that's what makes it scary. It makes him less mm. effective as a, an ambusher. When you hear the sort of clumsy clattering of the goo man <laughs> coming down the stairs. <laughs> Slip and sliding around. You know you've got to run. I wish you had a proper carpeted house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's how they protect themselves from the goo man. They put hundreds and thousands down on the floor. So oh, they yeah, can marble. They can hear the crunch. <laughs> it's just home alone. Crunch. Yeah, it, it, it's just home alone, actually. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, once again, it's just home alone. Um, <laughs> Clarky, how, what's your attitude towards ramekins? Because I, I sense you'd be the kind of guy to have plenty. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll tell you, Tom. In my. Uh, Upper cupboard. <laughs> Here we go. Thank on you. the <laughs> on the yes. top left shelf. Oh yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where you are. Yeah. We stopped buying goo desserts, but we we've we still have like, like I think that the, the the goo ramekins have followed us around three different properties now. Can we ask? Wow. Is it uh, a boycott? Is it a political decision? Is it? Yeah, is that a moral? Is it thing? a health no, reason? Just, like we just fell out of love no. with it. Yeah, yeah. They're quite they're quite a lot of money for what they are really. How much are they? I've not bought one in a bit. I, I, like, a, like a fiver. I bought one very... Yeah, around that. No, I bought one recently because I bought one two days ago, actually, because they were on sale and they were two oh, wow. they were £2.50 reduced from £3.20. Oh, okay. That's For good. two ramekins, let alone the, if you put yeah, the dessert yeah, yeah. aside. You'd pay that just for the... Oh, yeah. Tom, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> I regret doing it that. You really defeated the object. <laughs> Spoon the pudding out onto the supermarket floor and go, I just want the ramekins, actually. It's a good price. If I was goo, that would be one of my advertising... It'd be like, um, Happy Christmas, Mom. And it'd be like, Oh, thank you, love. Two ramekins. And then there'd be like a little bit of... 
Just like chocolate oh, Tom, on it. Tom, it sorry, lane. it's it's Home Alone again. Sorry, you've done Home Alone again. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'd be like, I That's made my shame. coup dessert disappear. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he's in the mirror and he puts Gouda's on his face and it really stings. Yeah, it really yeah, stings. yeah. Okay. Um, and um... <laughs> surely you could, they, they can agree between them an optimum number of ramekins and then not buy more and agree to not throw out that many. But then if they buy more goo puddings, they've they've got a prearranged. Oh, now we've got twelve. We said we'd have ten. Chuck those two in the, oh, in ten, the recycling. Ten ramekins, Dan. Ten is, <laughs> ten is a lot. What the thing is? What what do you what do you put in a fucking ramekin? I I will say this: if if they stopped calling them ramekins and started calling them jars, because you don't, no one, no one hoards their Dolmio jars. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like. Hey, that's a good point, actually. No one goes, oh, you're not going to yeah, chuck away that you. jar, are you? It's like, yeah, it's a fucking jar. I finished it. <laughs> Wait, that Passata jar? Yeah, it's going in the bin. So it's like, if you just stop calling the the reason we the reason we fear throwing them out is because they're ramekins. Yeah, and what we all think name. is posh people have these, and now I've got one. Yeah. Who do I think I am to throw out a ramekin? You know what I mean? But if it was if it was called a wrapper, then you'd just go, oh, I might need that wrapper at one point. You can't. You'll just get rid of yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, I don't keep my Marmite jars. I think you've cracked it, Paris. So I think just start calling them jars. So we're landing on just getting rid of them. I think get rid of all I th- of them. Well, I think it's a it's a happy combo of yours. Agree on a yeah. A, create create a guitar. No, no, oh, no. no. Agree on a number. <laughs> <laughs> and then build a Agree on a number, and start calling them jars, and it'll make it much easier. Yeah. You go look. We'll keep four of your jars, your short jars, yeah. or whatever you want to call them. And that way, then. It's the ramekins that we need to get rid of. Like, what as as with most things, language is the problem. Yeah, I wow. think that clears it up. Lovely. Beef we solved. Brother, sorting out your beef. Beef solved. We solved the beef in Crosby's absence. It was efficient, actually. Mm. Let's keep going, and then hopefully we'll have wrapped them all up by the time he gets back. <laughs> oh no, here he comes. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah. Thank you, Clarky. Well, that's your beef solved as well. So that's the end of the episode. Well done, great. everyone. That's, that's that, great. Yeah, that's well been done. really that's, great. That's, that's yeah. Great, great really work. Thanks for having really me. Really solid beef solved, actually. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm sad to, sad to have missed it, but glad we brought it on time for the first time. Ever, so. Um, <laughs> Turns out I was the one keeping things, uh, yeah, from uh, from running like clockwork. Um, where, where are you we've guys? Li- we've we've just, just solved the beef. We solved, we've solved the beef. We, we, we solved, solved the beef. We just solved it. Great. Okay. Do you want to know? Well, do you want to know how, or do you want to listen back? Nah, and find you can out. listen to the pod. Do you know what? I can't wait to listen. There you go. <laughs> can't wait to listen to the pod now. Really exciting. Don't no spoilers. We have to incentivize um, uh, each other to listen to our own podcast, Jos. Just, <laughs> just so you know, those precious three extra <laughs> listens. We need them. <laughs> Take us up to a nice round five. <laughs> hey, well, if Jaws listens. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'll yeah, probably yeah. listen. Yeah. Yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, Matthew, Tom, and Ben. Uh, me and my boyfriend like doing virtual film nights. We must have done around seven or eight, and every single one of these times, I have selected the movie. I feel it would be appropriate to allow my boyfriend to pick the film the next time we do one, but there is one stumbling block that we have. His favourite actor of all time is Adam Sandler, <laughs> who I loathe. Uh, so the dispute okay. that needs settling is, should my boyfriend be allowed to select the film despite the actor-based issue? Regards, Louis. Guys. So that's no, it's another top five beef. I can't believe it's this. <laughs> Ramekins and Sandler. We knew this day was going to come. I, I cannot believe they both arrived in the same episode. Yeah, it's a biggie. You know what? I'm sad to have missed so much of it. It's such a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> what an episode to not be able to do the whole thing. Um, that, um, that beef you missed while you were away was actually the um, Israel-Palestine conflict as well, actually. We, 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 we just, we, we, yeah, we just, fixed we just went through it. To be honest, I'm happy I missed that one, quite frankly. <laughs> I think that might yeah, have been quite, a, quite a good one for me to bow out on, yeah. <laughs> well, I look forward to you all getting cancelled and... Uh... Um, um, Sandler. So, Jos. Sandler. Sandler. Where, Sandler. Do you, where do you Sandler on Sandler? I, um, I, I can empathise. I don't like Adam Sandler, but then I watched... Have you seen the, the Mayor of It stories? Oh. No, I haven't. It's um, I can't remember the guy's name. Baumbach, Baum is it? Yes. Noah oh Baumbach? yeah, Noah Baumbach. Yeah, uh, think... it's fantastic. And Adam Adam Sandler's really good in it. I think he's one of those actors who, because the funny thing about him is, it's not that just sometimes he makes a good decision and is in a bad film, but he's still bad. Like when he's in a good film, he he becomes quite good. Yeah. Oh, he no, he becomes. I he's, would only, say he's only bad fantastic. in his bad films, but that's ninety nine percent of them. I'm a Sandler apologist, oh. but if you want to go, if you want to go like, here, this is the, this is the, the the quick fix. Yeah, there are a handful of fantastic like dramas that he's done, Mr. Deeds. Uh, of course, start Absolutely. with Mr. Deeds. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. You don't film. mess with the Zohan. You've got to start <laughs> yeah. with that. Start with the classics. Um, yeah, go. Cool. Yeah. Um, although I did, I cried at the end of Cliff. Did you? I cried at the start. Most of, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> no, I really, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed Click. But let's not get onto that. Okay. There's like Punch Drunk Love, which is a, a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Um, you know, like I, which I imagine would be. Like right, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry to interject here, um, but isn't yeah. okay. isn't the issue here? You're going to give him control, and if he's an Adam Sandler mm. fan, you've got a feeling. Like, is there going to be an issue in this relationship if you go, you can choose only one of the... Like, is, yeah. is there an issue there? Like, do you know what I mean? No, I'm, I, I'm, I'm saying he should pick them for himself. I'm, I'm not saying... I'm not, you know, you can, you can both appease the boyfriend and enjoy Adam Sandler. It's but, a win-win win for says, Louis. If he says, okay, you can choose the film... But only if you choose one of these good Adam Sandler. Then effectively, he's not like he's not saying you no, can no, no, choose no, no. I don't, I don't think that you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I don't, I don't. Like think he's that. a big Adam Sandler think... fan. He's going to come in with Happy Gilmore or something. He's wading straight in with Happy. Yeah, yeah I mean, films. It's absolutely it's terrific. But that isn't going to, you know, you, you know, you can't just go. Oh yeah, okay, your choice. But I'm going to, what you know, that, that's that's the issue for me. Do you know what I mean? It's a tricky one. If you've if you've chosen seven or eight films because you're just worried that if your you've chosen seven, boyfriend is going to choose. David Fincher night. <laughs> Great film. 
The only thing to be improved, the inclusion of Adam Sandler <laughs> playing one of his, <laughs> playing one of his, his his goofy uh, people with learning difficulties. Um, yeah. Um, uh, oh, I, I, I feel like you have to relinquish a little bit of control. Isn't part this of getting is, into a relationship with someone is learning to tolerate and maybe enjoy the things that they do in order to build a team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, and who yeah, knows so. maybe when I you're watching absolutely. with your boyfriend you may find a new appreciation for adam sandler that you didn't previously have you know like yeah. i used but, to but, find also, art galleries also, really boring i went out with a girl who loved going to art galleries and i didn't end up you know like i didn't have a new appreciation for art guys i was like oh, i don't really enjoy going to art galleries and i tried but it didn't happen and then i didn't it probably wasn't the right person for me <laughs> what, 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 what point are you making here <laughs> what so now you're saying <laughs> i really thought that was going somewhere else yeah <laughs> and then that didn't work actually. that didn't work yeah. out we split up uh it was terrible and <laughs> And I imagine that's now I'm with somebody who's uncultured and as much of a philistine as I am, and we're very happy. We never um, set foot in an art gallery, and it's great. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, tell, I tell you what, you're saying they shouldn't watch any Adam Sandler. I'm saying. Be, no, I, I tell you what, this comes down You've to. You've got to sit down, on, you watch Blended, and if you're still together at the end of it and you enjoyed oh. it, then get married there on the spot and kill yourselves <laughs> oh sorry sorry I misunderstood what you're saying um, but I, I think I think the the key issue here you know we get one of these or two of these every episode where we go it's not about Adam Sandler what we're talking about here is trust mm. right because yeah. you're you've you've decided already in your mind Louis this is what he's going to do like for example um, you know if I, if I was having a movie night with Parry is it is it Costner or Hanks who's your favourite actor? Oh, would you say? Choose. It's what it's one of the two, isn't it? You don't have to. <laughs> I know. It's like so. It's, it's Costner and Hanks. But if we were having a movie night, I wouldn't assume that every you know every time it was going to be big or Dances with Wolves, I would just go. Well, you know, just because he likes that doesn't mean that's all he's going to choose. I think you have to trust him. And if you know what, here's the thing: you can also say you know he can say no to your films. You can say no to his films. You know, it should be a discussion. You know, it's a fun discussion to have, isn't it? Sitting down with your partner and going, "What are we going to watch tonight?" Oh, I don't fancy that. That seems a bit too heavy. Like, you know, that's that is that is relationships. That also, is what the, relationship the worst is. thing that can happen is you is you watch a bad film and then you know, yeah, that's just yes. that's just some time that's Sometimes gone. That's okay. That's quite Nothing fun. wrong with that. Yeah. And also, also as well. Go on. I was going to say it's a virtual it. oh, yeah, movie night, right? By go on, you meant. Oh, I'm yeah. going to talk. Were you saying go on to yourself? It's a virtual film night, right? So, so you don't oh, even need yeah. to watch it. You can just you can just make the right noises and go. You wow. Can zone out. You can. Oh no. Stick something. You can zone out. Stick something that you want above the screen and just have something else on yeah. that you really enjoy. You know, pick your favourite comedy. Do film faces. And then, throughout. and then there you go. You know. That's, that's, a, it. that's a great no, that's it. Well, that's extending the lie and, and enjoying the relationship. I go back to my point. If you watch Blended and, and it's not as good when you're watching it with your boyfriend, then maybe it's, you know. <laughs> maybe it's you in the art gallery. Put it uh, all on Blended, again, exactly, that's right. Shouldn't have, just should never have happened in the first place. What I want to know is why. What do you, how does a virtual film night work? Do you just agree to start the movie at the same time? Are you sharing screens? What's the? How do you do it? I think you just text at the end and go, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just, 
I reckon you have a Zoom call like this and then you're watching the film in another window. The film's on over there. Like, for example, I've got blended on right now. (laughs) 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 Just coincidence. I'm half an hour into it. and uh, That's that's why Matthew had to run off if I (laughs) started another film. So if I don't enjoy it while I'm watching it talking to you guys, then uh, I'm leaving the group at the end of the film. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the blended test. Um, uh, yeah, so look, I think you could you could either cheat or I think it, lean into it, reassess by watching it mm. with someone who loves it. Sometimes that helps. I think that's. I think that's yeah, I think fair. That's, that's and also, fair. also, trust. You know, yeah. Before you say, I know you're going to pick a bad film. That's, I mean, that's a bad starting point. Before you say that, say what you're going to pick. Open up that, you know, and o- then open yourself say, up. That's a bad And then say, there's no <laughs> fucking way we're watching that Dirty Dozen movie with Rob Schneider in. It, just, it can't happen, whatever that was called. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, be solved. From the sorting out your be solved. So, have I got a beef for you? Top five? Yeah, Cro- Crosby emailed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mum, someone sent its the email address. <laughs> I sent it to you. Mum eating beef from David. Ooh. Dear Beef Brothers, eh? my former housemate, brackets mum, is always trying to invite herself over to my house for a meal. I don't have a dining table, and she hates to eat off her lap. She lives five minutes down the road. What should I do? Lots of love, David. Is mum the housemate's name or is the housemate <laughs> their, their mum? I think, let's, should we assume mum? Should we assume it's, it's their, their mum? mum? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, with with this, right. it feels go, like... I mean, go it's, again. So the mum wants... <laughs> yeah, go on. The mum yeah. <clears throat> likes to come round for a meal. The mum's trying to invite herself round for a meal. But they don't have a table she and she hates to eat off a lap. Round. Yeah. Is, the, is is what we're looking for here by a table? Uh, it, I mean, Jos has got a lot of spare wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're welcome to. They want to use like a bit of a mirror as the tabletop and help them out with that. That's fine. It's really classy, actually. Yeah. Surely, um, surely the does the mum not know that there's no table? Like, if the mum's gonna have a horrible time eating off her lap, why is she trying to go round? Well, I think mum here is just reaching out for a just bit being of being nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's hang I, out. Let's hang out. Yeah. And also maybe like, come on, come on, mate, cook it's your mum. <laughs> yeah, cook your mum's. You know, think back on how many meals your mother must have cooked you. Mm. Cook your mum one meal. Cook your mum a meal, buddy. It's. It feels like. It, it feels. Like, I mean, is this an open and shut closed beefcase? Is it just? Or what about? You know, why does it have to be? Why not? There's, there's something quite nice. If she's five minutes down the road, why not Go say? I tell you what. I'll cook at yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's very That's true. That's a fun thing, right? Yeah. You know, make it, make it, make it easy on the both of you. Assuming that she has, assuming it's not like a hereditary trait of none of you owning tables. <laughs> like, um, assuming that she's got a table, just, just, just take it down the road to hers. Um, Mum living five minutes away, a good thing or a bad thing? It's ten minutes away from being. I'd, I'd prefer 15 is what I'm getting at. I think five's yeah, too I've close. 15, I think 15. 15's, five's close. 15's the boy. Do they say walking time or in a car? Because if it's five minutes walking, I would say that's that's much too close. That's pretty much being in the same house, isn't it? 
that's the same house isn't it yeah and especially in the, pa- the palace you live in <laughs> maybe they're very shy maybe they were so so scared of the idea of moving out they thought well i'll do it in stages i'll yeah, move to the end of the road true. yeah and then when that's worked out but then you'd think if that's the case and they wouldn't be so horrified by the idea of their mum coming to visit <laughs> but i don't want to come around you, un- unless the mum said oh great news I found a place ah, yes. on your road yeah. five minutes away. <laughs> we can hang out all the time. And, you know, you this, this person, what was, what was their name? David. 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 David is gone. Well, this is, I've, you know, maybe maybe he's moved out for the first time in his life and has finally got his independence. Mm. And then, uh, you know, suddenly is, uh, is stuck sort of feeling like, you know, a, a mummy's boy again. Buffet. Tom. Buffet. Stand up and eat for God's sake. She doesn't have to eat off her lap. Fucking mum buffet. She she wants to come round to the pad. She wants to see the pad. She wants to check her boys doing okay. Stick on a spread. Yeah, she doesn't. Barbecue. Back garden. Get the get. You know, get. We're into the spring summer season. Might not have a back garden if it's got no table. table. Yeah. Huge garden. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe it's a tent. Maybe it's got an enormous back garden. That's why he's only five minutes down the road. <laughs> maybe he's a groundsman and he has just a tiny little room. But, but, but the rest of Hampton Court to play with. I'm saying um, buffet, buffet or barbecue. Let's let's have a meal that needn't be eaten on the lap nor the table. But but hold I on, think, I think a buffet. Where are you put? Yeah, where are you putting the meal? Where, well, yeah, you need to serve on the side. He's got surfaces. He just hasn't got. No, he he's got no, 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 no. What about when it comes to <laughs> eating it? He doesn't live in, he a, lives he doesn't in, live in a sphere, does he? I was going to say. <laughs> he's in a Zorb. He lives in a Zorb. He says, we, we forgot to eat the last bit. P.S. I live in a Zorb. <laughs> well, in which case, she doesn't have to be five minutes away. Just get moving, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have a shelf. She could eat off the shelf. He's got surfaces, <laughs> right? Yeah, but, but Tom, my point is with a buffet. You go up to the buffet with your plate. Yeah. You pick some items. Yeah. And then what what happens next? You eat the items. You You've had a buffet it. before. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> buffet's buffet's you probably more table with it. dependent than than any other meal. Buffet's table table centric. Yeah. You, th- you think a buffet needs two tables, really? Yeah. I mean, right, I so think you could have a buffet. I, 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 I think I see, I see Tom's point. I think you have a buffet served on a kitchen sideboard. I mean, that sounds, that sounds pretty. <laughs> when you say served on a kitchen yeah. sideboard and eaten standing up, yeah. cuts down the amount of mum time. She's probably in and out in seventeen yeah. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> quite, you, quite, you quite know. a bit of musicon. Keep it light. <laughs> Off you go. Is it, you imagine a cold buffet? You're thinking like just a bit of potato salad. Something like, you know, like a few crudités and that's it. Yeah, I'm, but also I'm thinking about like the... Get your ramekins out. Yeah, well, there you go. Exactly. Oh, stuff in there. Ramekins to use. Hang your ramekins from the spread. ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> like hanging plants. Like in changing rooms. Like hanging plants, but with, yeah. with little cooked chipolata chipol- and... sausages on sticks and stuff. Ooh. That's a great idea for yeah, a party. Yeah, dips. Dips. Well, all the food's hanging from the ceiling. No, <laughs> now, I, now I say it out loud. I think it's actually I'm what I mean that. is that is a, a terrible idea for a party. The hanging buffet. If you've got dips hanging from the ceiling, everything. The hanging buffet. The hanging Babylon. buffet the, the, Babylon. Yeah, I'm into it. Hundreds of individual meatballs. You pluck one off. <laughs> like an art installation. Oh, those fucking art installations, man. S- God, I have to get out of there. I tell you. Yeah. 
<laughs> Listen, it was a toxic relationship. You're better, you're better off out of it. <laughs> Time you were dating Tracy Emin. Um, I, I think, um, yeah, I think actually, it, what about this for a party? Um, you, hang, you hang skewers from the ceiling. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you hang skewers from the ceiling. And, you know, you can, you can, if you fancy a little bit nibble of a bit of meat, just go over to one skewer, nibble it off. Fancy a bit of halloumi, you nibble that bit off as well. I think it's 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 certainly a conversation point, especially if it's just you and your mum at the party. <laughs> it's certainly yeah, it's a party of two. It looked like you're gonna kill. Is you trying to kill? Like <laughs> no, they're just they're Indiana like Jones. Having big metal, metal full of spears, they can just be like wooden. Just gonna come out looking like Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> she took the wrong angle on some halloumi. <laughs> have a pierced the nose. By have accident. a horror themed buffet. Basically, that's what we're saying, isn't Here it? Here we go, Tom. Let yeah. talk us through the horror film. Mike Myers sandwiches. Not <laughs> 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 very good with horror. Um, <laughs> scream on toast. Mike Myers. <laughs> I tell you what, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not high alone. So you've definitely, yeah, you've definitely made progress. <laughs> Mike Myers sandwiches. Nightmare on it. Crisp Street. I don't know. We'll. We, we'll we can workshop the stuff. We can workshop the stuff. Can't we? we can workshop all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll yeah. This we'll is like a really unsuccessful that. hashtag game. I think we're playing now, isn't it? Replace one word in our movie with a buffet themed item. Please do send them in at Happy Tweet on Twitter. We'll we'll inevitably retweet them all. You know, the hills have Scotch egg. You know, we'll just yeah, just, just knock yourselves out, guys. We'll you know, we, we're desperate for content. <laughs> Um, so I feel like we've come close to solving this, but not quite. Um, what what are we saying? If it's not by a table, I mean, are we saying just just cook at cook at hers or serve it off the sideboard? What's our, what are we going with? Get, just get yourself a I think folding a, table. I'm going buffet yeah. buffet or barbie. A, a, yeah, a barbecue's great because you can eat that standing up outside. Lovely. Have a barbecue. Have a barbecue for two with your yeah. mum, David. That's our advice to you. Beef salt. Now, Jos, do you have a uh, a beef you'd like us to solve? Yeah, I've got something I can I can get your advice on for sure. Great. Okay, let's let's hear it. Um, I so before uh, the the place I was in now before I moved in with my girlfriend, I lived in a house share with a guy that I didn't get on with. I eventually it, it sort of became unbearable, and I kind of exploded the situation. We rowed a lot, and then I ran away. Uh, and couldn't go back. I had to go back for uh, an important ramekin that I'd left behind. <laughs> I had to go back and get one of them. Of course, yeah. uh, and while I was there, it was near to Christmas, and I noticed he'd put up... I'd also left behind an old uh, plastic Christmas tree that he used to make fun of because he said plastic Christmas trees were bad and rubbish, but he was now using it as his Christmas tree and put it up with decorations on it. Oof. And I didn't feel like I could take it because it would mean dismantling an entire either dismantling an entire christmas tree quite slowly while he was waiting for me to get out or running away with all his decorations yeah, uh, which means that currently bold... i think it's i think it's still there and i don't know what to do about it it's a, it's a bold move isn't it nick in a christmas tree yeah i mean it you was know, it, it, it belonged to well it belonged to another friend of mine actually so i would have got it back to her but, reclaiming um, a christmas yeah, tree yeah yeah so it wouldn't wouldn't the... quite have been theft but it would have been petty considering i was the one that stormed out in the first place and it was his belief so that the Christmas tree belonged to the property. I guess, yeah, like, maybe he'd forgotten where it where it came from and just decided it had become kind of communal Christmas tree. But he, the whole time that I'd been there, he'd always gone, 
that's a terrible Christmas tree. I can't believe you want to put up that Christmas tree. And then he went out and bought a real one and uh, just left it in the in the corner of the kitchen, sort of quite passive aggressively, because he do believed you ever, that was a superior Christmas tree. He's, yeah. Do you ever do you ever read a, a tweet and you haven't really looked at who it's by, and you think it's by one person, you go, oh, it's a load of rubbish, and then you realise it's actually by a different person. They've just got very similar little avatars, and you go, oh, actually no, no, that's um, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Now I realise <laughs> yeah. he's not by that person. I think that's the situation with this Christmas tree. You talk about how me and Clarky have got another similar avatars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You both got a picture of (laughs) Clarky. Are you fond of the tree? I'll be honest. I do feel like I've moved on now. So this is, in a way, this is this is beef that I've mostly kind of already healed from. Yeah. But it's it's there. It kind of rankles every now and again. I think there's a Christmas tree out there that shouldn't that shouldn't be there. I should have got it out of there, and I I failed. I feel like I I let myself down. I reckon since you don't want to um, get the, tr- you don't particularly want to get the tree back, but yeah. also, you know, he, he's done a bad thing. Why don't you use your new superpower? Go round and just fart, fart to the letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> fart so hard through the letterbox that all the pine needles fall off a plastic tree. Yeah. <laughs> It becomes useless to it. Yeah, it wilts like the flower in E.T. That's what you, you want to have happen. I, I think it's very rare that our solution is gas the person. But I think in this case... Brought it on himself. Yeah. It holds, it, it holds is up. This, could you like deliver a Christmas decoration as an anonymous gift that during the night releases... Destroys the, the chemical that destroys the tea? Yeah, it's not like no, not like not as far as arson, but it just gently melts <laughs> the plastic leaves off the trees or something. Why do you put your arson against his letterbox? <laughs> Fasten through the letterbox. Fasten. Um, I uh, yeah, I, I I this is what I would do is buy buy the person whose tree it was a nicer tree. Yeah, that's a nice idea. And get yourself a good tree. And then yeah. just and know then just that move on. that just person heal. is saddled with that less good tree, yeah, and is yeah. also and therefore clinging the on to also, you know, a much less fun time. And yeah, you are both better off without that tree. And then you know, and then that will free you up mentally to kind of invent this Christmas decoration that. Releases yeah, this gas. eventually burn, burn his house yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you know you'll be free to just. Cr- That's the idea. Create, you'll be more creative, I think, once you're less. Saddled. I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. You've got to let go of that stuff. Um, yeah, I think. I, well, there's there's two there's two solutions there. I mean, obviously, if you just if you discount Parry's uh, also melt his tree and burn, burn his house, burn down, house down, yeah. You've got two very you know either attack him yep. or attack the situation with kindness and love. Yeah. So it's really up to you, Jos, to attack decide him. what kind of a person you are. Are you a farting through the letterbox guy, or are you a posting through the letterbox a uh, a nice new tree? Or I think there's no reason. Through the letterbox, you'll fuck the tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad, it's a bad <laughs> idea. It's hard enough came into the house without going. Bed. You know what? I think this year I'm going to go letterbox, not to disturb anyone else in the house. <laughs> Why has he posted a log through our letterbox and left a big pile of pine needles on the front on the front a Christmas porch. log? Um, <laughs> Why don't you buy him a DVD of the film Blended? Oh yeah, <laughs> watch it with him and then see how you feel. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. I think I'll do both. I think I'll <laughs> I'll get a new tree and then I'll go and fart through the letterbox as well. I think there's no Same reason thing. why I can't just sort of embrace the whole the whole range of options. I, I, I can't believe nice. we haven't yeah. talked about this, but you could Eugene Tombs it and oh, fit yeah. yourself through the letterbox. Who's Eugene Tombs? Oh, mate. He's an X-Files character. He's something to talk about. Um, oh, he's the stretchy one. He's the stretchy, he's the stretchy one. one. Yeah, yeah, I tell yeah, you yeah. what, yeah, man. I tell you what, he'd be good if we were casting uh, Goo Man. Yeah. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he'd be great. And at the end of the day, he could fit into one ramekin. Yeah. He? <laughs> Just pop himself in the, the reason. <laughs> the reason he can fit through such small spaces is because he's 80% ganache. <laughs> <laughs> And 20% panache, am I right? <laughs> beef solved. Beef <laughs> from the sorting out your beef, beef solved. Jos, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. It's been lovely. What a, what a total pleasure it's been to have yeah, you on. Treat. Um, so, uh, tell us where people can uh, see your stuff, hear your stuff. Um, you, when is your Radio 4? Is, is it on at the moment? Is it coming it's out, out in the, uh, October, I think. It's in the autumn. It's like a, okay. a, a two-part sitcom thing that's coming out about me uh, going into people's dreams. That's called The Dream Factory, and that's out in October. Amazing. Uh, and then on Radio 4, and in August, I'm doing a show up in Edinburgh, which hopefully then will be going to other places people can watch it but if they follow Jos Norris online or josnorris.co.uk then they can find out everything about that and any other things I might be doing amazing well worth a follow you do some very funny stuff on Twitter oh thanks that's very kind well Jos thank you for t- did you take a bow <laughs> no I dropped I dropped my you pen. Dropped a pen I thought you took a pen oh I'm really you know it would have been it would have been too much it wouldn't have been yeah, yeah. it was it was a it was a good was performance but we've, I don't know maybe you're taking a bow at nah. the end of the podcast but I enjoyed it nevertheless um, I'll do it from Jos thanks so much for coming on the show no, and uh, see you very soon see you soon see thank you Jos thanks me. so much bye buddy thanks bye. mate bye well there we go happy days happy days um, right, well, um, we're going to get gone, but uh, before we do, if you enjoy these emails, <laughs> we're going to get gone, <laughs> but before we do, if you enjoy these podcasts, then feel free to recommend them to your friends, your family, people you think might enjoy them. Stick a review on iTunes. I know that feels, you know, so six years ago, but it still helps. <laughs> yeah, it does help. It does helps, help. people, helps new people find our exactly. podcast. Exactly. Um, also, as well, if you think you've got a beef that, I mean, you know, are you going to beat the ramekin beef? Oh, it's pure. I mean, I know, I, I know I was only there for half of it. You, but, um, well, you left to get rid of your ramekins, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you hear? That's why I put myself on mute yeah. on the Zoom. There was a lot of clinking of glass. Absolutely. Yeah, it was um, It was a lot. Um, but yeah, I, um, uh, I, I mean, if you've got something as good as that, then send it in today. Beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. We'll Do out. get we'll in touch. We'd love out. to hear from you. We've all had a nice time. Um, all right, folks, uh, we'll see you very Today's soon. Today's episode was produced by, oh, producer Gwyn Davies. It was indeed, yeah. Get well soon, Emma Corsham. Get well soon, Corsham, Corsham team. team. Uh, cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.